In a world full of podcasts, your hosts, Chris and Jordan, are on the search for a truly original podcast idea. A quest to find an auditory experience that will amaze your ears and your minds. A journey to go through every single ridiculous podcast idea we have to find the one that truly stands above them all. The one that can become its own show and eventually replace this stupid one. Thank you, audience, for joining us on Chris and Jordan Need a Podcast. And I'm Jordan. <laughs> All right, hey, everybody, you're listening to Chris and Jordan Need a Forecast. Uh, <laughs> I, I said Chris and Jordan Need a Forecast. <laughs> You know, that's not one of our pitches this episode, but I'm thinking next episode. We should, yeah, we should do a weather-based episode. <laughs> well, anyway, guys, this is Chris and Jordan Need a Podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. W- welcome back. We had a bit of a hiatus. We also have a third person who needs a podcast. His name is Sam. Hello. He's a longtime listener and a first-time guest. Yes. Welcome, uh, Sam. Would you like to say a few things about your two truths and a lie, we'll guess? Uh, No. Okay. Uh, but I would just say I am a yeah, big fan. I called in and you had the courtesy to invite me on the show, so I'm very excited. Yeah, so well, it's, I'm glad you're excited. You should be excited, and it is I a just, privilege to be on our show. I want to say uh, to all the listeners out there, if you call in, you might get on the show. That's true. In person. One of the... We've had three callers, I think, and now 33% of them have become guests. <laughs> So, hey, uh, more incentive to call in. We, we might have you on our very show. Well, anyway, there's some other news, too. Yes, uh, As you know, in the last episode, we were in a pretty bad crash. Yes, uh, uh, all, a, a, um, all of our audio equipment crashed, which physically hurt it, us because we're podcasters and our light force is attached to the audio. Basically, what happens is every episode we plug ourselves into our microphones. Yeah. And that's what... And then... It's like electricity runs through us, and then we're able to like get out of bed and function as a, as human beings. Yeah, which and this is what life has been like in the age of the ants. But the age and, of and ants. That'll actually, and and uh, that really segues into what really happened. So we found out that you were misdiagnosed after the crash, and you actually have uh, other issues. Yes. So other health concerns. It turned out. And so now you're in the hot. You're remote from the hospital. Yeah. Hi guys. I'm I'm from the ant hospital in the sky. Um, it's one of those big, you know that you know those ant farms that have been hovering over cities and there's like a million cameras uh, pointed at everyone. I'm in one of those. So basically, because of the primitive human technology that was used on me, I was misdiagnosed, and it turned out I had some sonic damage to my brain now i don't entirely know what that is they said it would affect my uh yeah, inner does ear. that mean you can't hear um no i can hear but uh, apparently it's complicated ant science this is what the ants told oh, me okay and i need a treatment um they're out they uh they're they're constantly injecting me with this blue liquid they explained it to me they said it would restore my sonic balance Wait, is this the uh, is this the sonic damage I've been reading about on Twitter and stuff, and everyone's really angry about? Yeah, I, I haven't been seeing that. Well, you yeah. know, oh, I totally missed this. Well, you know, human beings. Let's be honest, we're we're pretty still pretty far behind the ants in technology. Yeah, so they're that's out. true. Um, that's uh, I need at least six shots an hour. Um, wow, that's crazy. So it's blue liquid. Blue, yes. Um, and here's the thing, uh, if I recall correctly, that sonic soda we plugged way back when was also blue, and there's a part of me that's worried that I am being shot up with sonic soda, 
Yeah, I'm not. Oh, I'm, well, you, they did send us that Sonic. They sent us the samples from the Sonic soda. Yeah. So do you remember? Do you remember? I mean, yeah, I guess yeah, you're it not tasting. Like are they mostly doing it through like eye taste, shots? Yeah. So I guess you don't. You can't compare the taste. Have you tried drinking it? Um, I have. Uh, I, I, don't don't tell them I said this. It was a little. It was a little. Um, I, I, I could. I could it's hear okay. the taste a little bit. Wow. Tasting the sound oh. was difficult. Hmm. That's that's a, a human rights violation, I think. Well, I would expect you, if anyone could handle it, you as a podcaster should be able to yeah. uh, get through this. I hope I think so. we're for, keeping you in our thoughts. So Thank you. But that's fortunately really, that's for really us, nice, That's really nice of you, Sam. Yes. As a really guest to come in here it. and show I, such respect. I'm the one who's talking. I'm hurt. Guys. God. I'm sorry. Point is, we plugged the ants, and they're they've shown us some uh, some love, and uh, I want to send some love to the ants. Uh, thank you for being the benevolent overlords you are, uh, yes, human thank beings. Yes, thank you, ants. Thank you, ants. Yes, but and as much as we love the ants, we do have to talk about our pitches for this episode because, as per usual, we have four for you, the audience. Yeah, good point. So, speaking of having pitches. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> our first pitch of the day is is my pitch. Uh, this one is called Culture Cross Up. Yes. Now, um. <laughs> this is a pitch in which Chris will go to bar mitzvahs. Yes. And then he'll he'll come up with questions or observations or whatnot, and he'll come back to the show and he'll ask me questions about Jewish culture. Or bar mitzvahs in general, and I'll I'll try to give him some insight. Yeah. Um. So I just I recently took up a took up a new uh, videographer job where I've just uh, just kind of because of where it is and the people I work for, it's it's just a it's a lot of Jewish events. So a lot of bar and bat mitzvahs, a lot of Jewish weddings, and I'm not necessarily completely ignorant of <laughs> of Jewish culture, but a lot of it is new to me, and it's. Like, just like the whole process of like, like I I don't I don't know if I ever really realized like how much more structured Jewish weddings were than our boring old Christian weddings, which we we don't sign any contracts to my knowledge. It's true. There's a lot later. of there's a lot of proceed. There is a contract. Yeah, there's like different. Yeah. There's several different like forms. Oh, wow. you got a lot of paperwork. Out, right? I didn't realize that. Yeah. Which like I, I have just like how do you feel about that, Jordan? This is your this is your faith, or at least okay, this is your well, culture. That, so that I'm glad you asked. That contract is called a ketubah. Yes, and the bride and groom sign it as well as a oh witness. Wow. Well, is, isn't it like doesn't it need to be a witness? Jewish contract of marriage? Yes, but isn't and that's in the, form? the service. No, it is not. It happens before the wedding happens. Oh, okay, okay, okay. the The contract is brought to the room with the groom in it, and then it's brought to the room with the bride in it. And then the witness signs in oh, each room. Okay, so they're in different rooms. So I think there's two. I think there's a witness for each. Like, well, that, yeah, that's what I was. That's what I thought. They're was in different the rooms, so it's like if you can't, like, if they, if you don't like the way they look, well, you don't know how they look. So, well, it's not men's <laughs> warehouse, but it, yeah, I mean, it is uh, no backsies. There are. It is. Well, that's what it, there is. A no give backsies clause in the contract. Right. So basically, you sign it, and then. You sign your name, whatever, and then on the bottom there's an asterisk, and it's very small printed. Says, "By the way, no give backsies." So it's in, a really in Hebrew, big deal. Of course. In Hebrew, yeah, 
Another thing I was going to ask about, just because, like, I kind of thought of this as, like, a traditional thing. One of the about mitzvahs I was at, um, I, I know that whole, one of the traditions you see is that, like, oh, whoever had their mitzvah, it's like, oh, they sit in this chair and a bunch of the adults, like, lift them up and it's like, hey. Oh, yeah, that's the best part. Yeah. And I remember, uh, I remember it's attending, uh, this is, this is, I don't know if this is, um, TMI, but I remember attending your bar mitzvah, Jordan. That's and true. you had that. And I thought that was pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Um. It did. This did not happen at the bat mitzvah I was at, and oh, really? No, it didn't. Which well, I what's thought, the point of having a bar a bat mitzvah if you're not going to do yeah, the chair? That's think, like the best part. I think it's illegitimate if you don't have that. It's actually in the contract that you have to. Well, I guess that's only for a wedding. <laughs> well, that's for weddings. There's no bar mitzvah. There's a lot contract. of contracts, you know, paperwork. Yeah, I didn't realize how much paperwork there was in the Jewish faith. Well, I mean, that's why we're all accountants and whatnot. You know, mm-hmm. we're well, like, oh, well, we know contracts. I, I think, okay, I think okay, it's, I guess that you know, to their credit, I think I'd rather. I'm like, not portraying Jews well. <laughs> I feel like a real hack. Yeah, you like, know what? We should <laughs> take all that last part back. Yeah, I'm not gonna cut it out because I don't believe in cutting things. Uh, I believe <laughs> I'm laying it all out everything. there, but I do want to condemn my own words. <laughs> um, for what it's worth, I. Uh, a Gentile, and I'm sure Sam will join me in this. We condemn what Jordan said about his own culture. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, you guys I, are like Megan McCain. I don't want to <laughs> join you <laughs> on that. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> Jordan conform nor deny anything about uh, a I culture mean, I, agree. I don't know. I condemn myself. <laughs> I would like to uh, join hands with my as they would say in weekend, I would like to. My Christian brothers will now condemn me, <laughs> and, and I and I support it. No, no, this is it. I'm out. <laughs> I'm not a guest anymore. I'm leaving. You know, Jordan. I just want to say that in the in the tragic event you pass away before I do, and I need to deliver your eulogy, I will yeah. say the words: "There were good times, and there were bad times, such as the time that Jordan directly compared me to Meghan McCain." <laughs> our relationship so, was fraught in that so. it was a tough day when I had to condemn my words and compare <laughs> you to Megan McCain <laughs> and I mean look and it all happened within one minute <laughs> it was a hard, anyway, it was a tough day so it was a tough 60 th- seconds this is an example of what culture crossover could sound like I thought it was you have some questions you're at culture cross up sorry and you're talking about no chairs at the bar mitzvah. We give that a bad. Maybe we should review them. Like, I'd say that a bar mitzvah without a chairlift is like two stars at best. Yeah. I, I will say that something your bar mitzvah had that was very cool compared to like most of the bar mitzvahs I've seen, which was that I, they all have like a DJ, which is fine. But I think you had a live band, right? Yeah, we had a band. Oh, and, wow. you know, uh, there was one yeah. friend of mine that was invited. I won't say names, I guess, because that's weird, <laughs> I think. But he went up and played drums with them for a song or oh, two. Oh, wow. Yeah, he played drums on uh, Don't Stop Believing or something. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I was going to mention that. The last song they played at this last Bob Mitzvah I was at was Don't Stop Believing. That song will always be part of the seventh grade staple. Yeah, which you know? I guess well, I makes think it's sense. Appropriate for religious situation. Religious that is true. Reception. Believing faith. Well, especially if it's a Sopranos themed bar mitzvah, which right. it sounds like this was. Um. Yeah. Basically, I mean, I, I the one thing I will really question was how um the first song the DJ played was it was the Weezer cover of <laughs> Africa 
<laughs> by Toto. And the MC was kind of, he literally passed the mic around. Like he said, he, he looked at the kids and was like, you guys know the words, sing along. Wow, that's and really brutal. It was very uncomfortable for me standing on All the right, sidelines. Well, this bot mitzvah gets one star. This is a bit, you know, honestly, it was really, it was a really well done event for the most part. There were just a couple of decisions that really just. <laughs> You're talking about this like it's a movie. Like, I just didn't agree with this decision. I didn't I agree like with this creative voice. decision. I mean, it was it not a creative decision to make the first song they played at that bat mitzvah for an 11 or 12 year old in 2019, Africa by Toto, the Weezer cover, no yeah. less. That's true. So kind of an experimental bar mitzvah. An experimental bat mitzvah, yes. I will oh, say bat that. Mitzvah, I do so. know bat mitzvah girls, bar mitzvah for boys. Um, yeah. Wow, no, very no chair, good. Some, a, a, a questionable song choice. To be fair, I didn't know most of the songs they played except for Africa. And um, for, Were they, they new, like popular songs? Were they like, at my bar mitzvah, we had a lot of Hebrew fare. Yeah. And Jew, I, tra tra Jewish traditional okay, fare. I have to ask about this. I heard a couple songs that were like EDM songs, but the lyrics sounded like they were in Hebrew or Yiddish or something. Wow. wow. That's interesting. Well, we got to get that CD. I, yeah, did I, you I'm get curious, a CD afterwards? Like, if there's like you Hebrew get, You should have asked them for a mixtape. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't ask about it. And to be fair, I couldn't, I, it was kind of hard to make out, but it sounded Hebrew to me. And I was it's, wondering wow, if that was the way they incorporated it in. That's interesting. Because I kind of liked it's, having the balance of the traditional music with the, with Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> All right, well, to each their own. I'm going to give this, uh, this bot mitzvah a one star out of three. And I, I think that uh, I think it is one we should and move two on to our next How about you giving it? One and two-thirds stars out of three. Two-thirds stars. Yeah. I'm giving it... Uh, I've never been to a bar mitzvah, surprisingly. Really? Oh, yes. really? Wow, you're the most Jewish person I know. <laughs> I know. But I will give it... Proving that I am the most Jewish person you know, I will give it... Two stars of David out of four. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Oh, what? You're using uh, a different scale wow. than us now. You're better than the three stars. Once scale. again, I've been outdone as a Jewish person by my Christian counterparts. And with <laughs> Not, that, no, uh, no. Chris, I believe it's your turn to pitch. Oh, yes. I do have a pitch. So, <clears throat> did you forget? You know, I, I just. You've only been in the hospital for like a week or two. <laughs> yes. Um,. <laughs> This, this is totally real hospital. Um, I, I I don't know. It's, it seems like wait, whenever wait, I start... Is it not real? Well, it's an ant hospital. Well, I, that's why. I, of like course that. it's real. I said it was real. It, of course it's real. Don't uh, question the ants. Are you being sarcastic about our benevolent I, rulers? I can't believe you would even insinuate that. I, I know I wouldn't. You know what? It's honestly dangerous of me to do that. Very dangerous. I'm in their good graces. You, you so should watch pitch. <laughs> Anyway... <clears throat> I don't know. Every time you ask me to do my pitch, I just like, I, I, for some reason, it's just like become second nature for me to act surprised. Like, oh, it's my turn. Even though we almost always just alternate. Like, have we ever not? I think there was a time where we like, did we did sandwich. it once. It didn't feel right. It didn't. No. My pitch. <laughs> so this one, this one needs a little bit of explaining um, and a little bit of context. Like so many of my long ass pitches. Um, so, to give a bit of backstory, I've just been thinking a lot about how recently, you know, kind of in lieu of uh, internet 
culture kind of bringing fans and creators mm-hmm. closer together than ever before for good and for ill. Something we're seeing a lot more, more these days is fan either redos or re-edits or just proposed changes to existing pieces of media. This came up for a lot for me with uh, with um, this last season of Game of Thrones. Like something I saw a lot was people like proposing their rewrites for the season or the, or right. the individual episodes. And I just think it's all really interesting that we we're at this we're at this point where and this is kind of like a post like Star Wars: The Phantom Menace world where like a lot of fans think they. And I'm not saying they Menace. don't, but a lot of fans believe. We're living in a post-Star Wars world. They know better. Yes, it's, we are, it is literally a post-Star Wars, the Phantom Menace world. Like, you can't deny that. <laughs> I mean, we've been living um, in Phantom. Actually, I think that my life has been kind of a Groundhog Day situation, where every day is the day that the Phantom Menace comes out, <laughs> and I'm going to keep reliving it until a good version of Phantom Menace that comes out. That is what Phantom a hell of a Menace day. Phantom Menace came out in 2000, right? Yeah, I'm four years old. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's the other thing. The Phantom Menace turned 20, uh, like in the past couple weeks, I think. Um, and Whoa. one of the more famous things to come out of it was called Star Wars The Phantom Edit, which came out a couple of years after The Phantom Menace, which removed certain scenes, switched some things around. By the way, mm. to this day, we more still Jar-Jar. don't... More Jar Jar? Less Jar Jar. Yeah, I, oh. I'm sorry. Um, that was the decision that was made. But we still don't know who the editor was. It is not clear who made it. But mm, it's one I'm of the more famous examples of like a fan, game. like, hey, here's my better version of this thing. Yeah. So I was, I was suggesting that my, the title of this pitch is, and this is subject to change because it's not super catchy. It's not a pun. I call it the fan edit review in which we would look at some of these fan edits or redos and we would like discuss whether or not they actually improved the source material um, or how they could have done it better. How we could improve their improvements. Oh, so we're doing a fan edit of the fan edit. Yeah, kind I like of. That. Yes, like the Phantom Edit edit, if you will. It's not not a review of the show anymore. It's a review of the edit. Of I'm the glad you edit, brought that edit. up because if I w- I was just thinking actually, if I was to do a edit of the Phantom Menace, I would call it the Phantom Tennis, and then instead uh, of doing lightsaber battles, they would just play a game of tennis. To figure to solve their issues, and does, uh, so that way every it was more constructive. Like if you lose, you don't die. That's does, true. Does, I uh, think dying is my least favorite part of Star Wars. Does Darth Maul have a double sided racket? Yes. Okay. Good. I'm that would be and nuts. General Grievous plays with four tennis rackets. <laughs> 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 so okay, so that that's that's your edit of it's still blasters. Do they? Yeah, have that's those, my that's my phantom tennis. I want to say, um, do they have the uh, tennis? Yeah, yeah it's like shooters. one of those. Yeah, it's one of those tennis practice. Yeah, all like the blasters machines. like. <laughs> 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 In uh, Revenge of the Sith, it's like when they're having the, what is it called? The Battle of uh, Brothers, whatever it's called. Uh, Battle uh, of the at Heroes. The end, Battle of the Heroes. It's, it's just they're standing on top of lava, <laughs> hitting tennis balls back at each other. And they're like, 40 to love my apprentice or like things like that. <laughs> all right. Wait. So is this a fan edit, uh, a proposed fan edit of the prequels or all the whole Star Wars saga? Well, I, I was going to say, like, yeah. is it like, because Phantom Menace, we had tennis rackets, but you'll find out how we switch to lightsabers. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. Interesting. Like, that is true. There does need to be a bit of a, if you're doing it to Star Wars, you're going to have to redefine the mythology a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Especially you need to be starting with a prequel. Building. 
so we have the phantom tennis we have um attack of the balls dragon. attack of the balls and then we have revenge of the set where <laughs> oh, that's a good one you, you you win after you lose a set you come back with a vengeance in the next set which is what the 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 bad guys do the sith then uh then it's star wars episode four a new net yes or is it, then, should it be a net uh, hope oh a net or, or hope should it, is good and, and then, then it hop can, because sometimes if you hit the ball at the net and then it hops up uh yeah that's true the <laughs> empire the empire um lobs yeah, back i need to learn more about tennis <laughs> the empire lobs <laughs> back star wars episode four a new shoe <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Star Wars Episode good. Five, uh, the Empire. The Empire uh, lobs back. Yeah, yeah, lobs back. And then uh, Star Wars Episode Six, uh, Return of the Net Eye. I'm gonna go back with uh, net. Uh, I don't know. Two net puns. It's a stretch. <laughs> you think? Well, we did a new shoe. Oh, is, uh, Star yeah. Wars: A Shoe Hope. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A Shoe Hope. I like that. Shoe Hope. Yeah, Shoe Hope. Sam, do you have do you uh, have any uh, proposed edits I, to Star Wars? I don't. I don't know enough about tennis. The, the episode seven, the unforced error awakens, <laughs> and then the the last or I no the uh, wait wait wait. You know what? Episode six is Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah. Yes. And then episode eight is the last Jedi. That I was yes. getting confused. So this one is called the, the Love Jedi because usually when you're about when you're right. down to your last hope in tennis, it's it's to love or something right, like that. Right. Right. Or maybe that's not called. It's the match point. Episode just, eight match point. I'm not even going to try yeah, to make a word point. play out yeah. of it. It's Star Wars episode eight match point. I was going to say the Love <laughs> Jedi just sounds too softcore porny. You know. <laughs> I guess that's well. That doesn't necessarily a problem. Yeah, it's a rom com. <laughs> and then, it is. Yeah. Uh, what's the ninth one going to be called? It's something stupid. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. All right. This one is called uh, um, Star Wars Episode Nine. G. That was fun. <laughs> so Star Wars Episode I, I Nine. Like this, always a good time at the courts. I feel like this um, transition from being a show about discussing fan edits to us just making our own edits. Of Star well, you, Wars, we gotta test run it, you know. That's true. Yeah, well, we well, could review our own edits then. So, Chris, how would you incorporate tennis into Game of Thrones? Um, oh. Personally, I think the like, I, I think the whole like the way you win the Iron Throne would be in a tennis tournament. Okay. Wow. I think okay. It, I think all the same drama would play out, but instead of like a battle, it would be like a set. And the and Iron war. Throne would be. The Iron Throne would be one of those large chairs. That yeah, yeah, it would be the like yeah. umpires. And there's just like a couple umpires swords chair. like glued on. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm we. I completely derailed that one, and I'm sorry, <laughs> but we're out of time on that pitch. I think you made uh, it better, but I think it's time. I think we should take a break to hear from our sponsors. <laughs> yeah. So, um, take us away. Sponsor. I know Chris needs an an injection. Uh, I ow. I just I just got it. Oh wow. wow! Well, maybe we don't need a break. I think that the ants were waiting for you to say that. Yeah, they were, they were, so they were polite enough to wait for the break. I mean, the of course they'd be are chuckling in the I corner. never suggest that our uh, ant rulers would be impolite. Uh, no, uh, no, not at all. No, very nice of them. Very benevolent. So we'll be very right benevolent. back. So just uh, stay where you are. Don't move. Yeah, move. Don't move. Like the the ants would be very moved. still. Are you tired of having to handle your cell phone and a spatula at the same time? 
Do you want to communicate with your friends while you flip pancakes on your griddle? Well, we have good news for you. Our brand new product, the Smell Phone. It's the phone that flips out an entire spatula appendage that will let you cook while you talk with your friends. On top of that, the Smell Phone has a revolutionary new scent communication technology that lets you transmit scents to whoever it is you are speaking to. They can smell those delicious blueberries all the way across the country. The phone that flips you and your pancakes. The Smell Phone. Spatulator! So that was a pretty great ad. Um, thank you to our sponsors. We wouldn't. Yeah, I was one of. I you know I know a f- episode or two ago we were complaining about our sponsors. Yeah, but that one I feel like look it's not perfect, but I think we are turning a corner. Yeah, I gotta say you guys are always a little hard on your sponsors, but I'm always amazed with the uh, range of products you guys you. Uh, get, including that last one, and it's actually sounded very useful to me. You oh, know, you, like, you have a use for it? Yeah, I could think of um, a few different uses well, for can you tell it. Us but, some what, what, what would you it, use it for? Well, <laughs> I've got a, a a relative who's actually really, um, she uh, has a little bit of trouble uh, uh, in wait, the kitchen. You don't, you don't need to say so, Yeah, in the kitchen. Is it a arm issue or a foot issue? Well, she's she's always like, oh, I don't know how long I should make this or how, how do I make this? And I'm just like, look, oh, I know this product. It's a brain issue. Yeah. Yeah, she's just a little bit nervous. Nervous in the kitchen, she could use some confidence when it comes to cooking. And I'm saying, look, you're a good cook. Just get this thing, and it will help you out. Yeah, I, well, you know, I agree. Chris and I, Chris and I always say, if we could bring solace or uh, utility to just one person with uh, the ads we choose for our show, then we've then the podcast was worth it. Yeah. yeah. It's really the point of the podcast. The point That's of the podcast is to bring about. good ads to people who need good products. <laughs> That's yes. the catchphrase of our slow of our show now. Chris and Journey to Podcast, the show that exists just so we can bring good ads to the people who need good products. <laughs> as ants would want them. As as ants would want them. Speaking speaking of the show and speaking of ants, ow, I think we have another pitch. <laughs> oh, we got another shot. Wow. Uh, I told yeah, you. Yeah, we do. Sex. We do have another pitch. This one is a new personal favorite of mine. Ooh. Uh, this one is called Newman. And in this Newman. podcast, we're going to every episode watch one Paul Newman movie and one episode of Seinfeld where Newman makes an appearance. And then we're going to review each one individually and then compare them mm. and find what the episodes ha- or a movie have in common. It's a comparative literature show. Yeah, kind of. So this is a bit like um, uh, the the Robotech thing, or like we or, or like extended universe theory where we're trying to make like bring these two things together like see what they have in common what we could you you know what i'm saying yeah kind of except i don't think we're trying to expand the universes i think we're just trying to find like thematic thematic similarities between various newmans and culture it's really about what it means to be new man yeah you know yeah clearly there is an artistic decision to name paul newman and newman (laughs) newman (laughs) Are there any other big Newmans in popular culture that are worth including? 
I was thinking about that and I thought of Newman's own, but that's just Paul Newman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is. I, thought, I thought it'd be fun if maybe during this show, like we would drink Newman's own lemonade and eat some Newman's own popcorn yeah, that would be good. and have yeah. a salad with Newman's salad dressing. You know, really do it up. Yeah. There- you could review the U.S. Post Office for Seinfeld. I don't know. I'm trying to tie in. Oh, that's true. Oh, we could expand Newman's, each Newman's universe. Maybe well, I thought it'd be interesting. Us. Well, that would be great. That would yeah. be great if we, if we became a branded podcast for Newman's Own. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you think people from Newman's Own listen to this? I probably not. doubt it. I am. <laughs> really? You think not? <laughs> Sam thinks so. I, yeah, you don't have, you don't have, I understand you're being modest, but I really do think they, uh. You think we have reach? I think you have reach. I mean, so, well, since you guys seem so ideologically opposed, maybe you need to have a tennis match. Would, would the old, would the... With yeah, the ultimate maybe goal. Decide if, this tennis match will decide if someone at Newman's Own listens to our <laughs> show. Here's my question. If we got to a point in the show where we could have on Paul Newman and Wayne Knight in one episode. <laughs> that's sh- his name. If you got to a point in the show where you could have Paul Newman on the show, I would be extremely impressed, impressed with how your podcast. But, but imagine show- if we did grow. like uh, Sidney Lumet's, uh, it's called The Decision with Paul uh, Newman. I don't know. It's the courtroom drama. I don't know. Well, Are you Paul Newman plays Twelve Angry Men. No, 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 no. I'm thinking of. I think Paul Newman was like an older lawyer. He's kind of a drunk. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's very slow and boring. Uh, but he, Paul Newman's in it, and I think it'd be fun to contrast that episode with uh, the one where Newman and Kramer <laughs> go to a Mets game, and they're saying that Keith Richards spit on them. Keith Richards. <laughs> Keith Hernandez. <laughs> yeah, Keith Richards. <laughs> that kind of makes sense. That would be a great episode. They should make a sequel. It's like, oh, these so, Keith. So we're just like comparing the because there's the litigation thematic. going on. But I'm just saying, would this be like that? Um, the Adam Scott YouTube podcast, where like if we were to get Paul Newman and then Wayne Knight, wouldn't the show? Yeah, need we'd to have end? to end it. Yeah, yes, it would end. It would end. Well, something Sam and I were looking at is we're not sure if there's enough. Newman appearances. I I looked it up. I think it's like uh, four or four around forty or to fifty appearances of Newman on Seinfeld. Yeah, and he's had eighty-seven movies. Well, Newman. Paul Newman. I looked that up too on uh, the internet. Well, after you pitched shout Newman. out to the internet. Just I did a quick number crunch and All right, one um, of our sponsors. And it seemed like there's he has eighty or so credits. So I mm. think it's probably more like 60 to 70 movies. So I think that's good because then we can really be more selective about the Paul Newman. Yeah. Well, you can definitely skip some of them, in my opinion. Because I don't think there's a skippable episode of Seinfeld. Right. Um, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you there? You know what? <laughs> I was going to like actually get into that discussion. Like, is there a skippable episode of Seinfeld? But I'm realizing that would accomplish nothing. <laughs> Well, you know, and either way, I mean, it's very, cl- a lot of people have said this, is that our show is the Seinfeld of podcasts, because so, it's a podcast a, about A nothing. lot of people. Who, a lot who, of who, people. Who Pretty much that? everyone who listens to I've it. I've said that before. Well, the people who at Newman's oh, on who listen you know to this what? have I'll said s- it. They wrote me a letter about it. Oh. They wrote me an email. So you know they do, in fact, listen. Yeah, actually, I did know. I was just wondering if you guys thought they did. And what did they say? <laughs> you love your podcast about nothing? Yeah, they said your podcast is great. And we would love to sponsor your show and in fact, about <laughs> Newman and Newman. It is what? the Seinfeld of podcasts. <laughs> it, is, it is, in fact, the Seinfeld of podcasts. And it is something we... we would be very proud to associate our brand with. <laughs> is that too on the nose, then, if we talk about Seinfeld? No, that's the whole point of a branded podcast. That's true, yeah. 
Also, so they're not it, Seinfeld. They're Paul Newman. I think you've got well, this mixed Newman up. Newman from it Seinfeld. confusing. Yeah, but Newman's own is not Newman from Seinfeld. It's Paul Newman. Oh, I... No, I was just saying, is it too on the nose if us, the Seinfeld of podcasts, did a podcast oh. that strongly oh. talked about Seinfeld? Yeah, because we're not actually Seinfeld. We're just a Seinfeld no, of podcasts. but we're very Seinfeld-esque. You we're Seinfeldian. We, we, are Seinfeld, we are Seinfeldian. And I would say that's in our DNA. But I don't think we are <laughs> actually... You know, we're very clearly not Seinfeld. And I think by not being literally Seinfeld, we can do anything we want with reference to Seinfeld. I think Seinfeld. you guys are also... With reference and reverence. I think you guys are Seinfeldian, and you're also Paul Newman-esque. So I think it would be a great We are Paul newman Do you tell... How do you think we're Paul Newman-esque? Yeah, I, I want to know this. Do we have a successful <laughs> line of food products? And or we are have we pop- amazing actors? Newman's I'd own a salad dressing. Yes. Yeah. All dressed up. <gasps> oh my god. Crossover potential. I told you. Yes. Do you oh, think Paul Newman likes baseball? Sam's a genius. Thank you. I didn't even Congratulations. I'm, uh, doing the thank you pose. <laughs> you know, the <laughs> iconic thank you pose. The stated thank you pose that we all know now. <laughs> all right. Well, Wait, all right, so I have one last question. Is, is this show's just called Newman, or is it called Newman versus Newman, or is it called New New Man Man or something? No, it's called Newman. Okay. Could we also include a New New from the Teletubbies? <laughs> no. Can we include Fuck Alfred you. E. Newman? No. Okay. There's not enough material. It's just Newman, Newman and Newman are our Newmans. Close-minded. Okay. Well, and then at the end I of the say, at the end of the forty episodes, we're going to decide which Newman for, is our king for, for a number <laughs> for a number three slot podcast idea. We had more to say than we usually do. Yeah, because the thing is, it covers pretty much everyone. Because you either like Seinfeld or you like Salad Dressing or you like Paul Newman. <laughs> yeah, there's no one in the world who doesn't like one of those three things. Yeah, we have covered all three major demographics, which I think is impressive. I do too. Yeah. So I feel good about that. So, okay. That Sam, said, we got one more pitch. Sam, would you like to give us your pitch? Yes. yes. Well, well you, you're, you're a guest. You got you to gotta come up with a pitch. And you know, like we like to say, we always like to treat our guests last. Yes. You like to say that? Yeah, we like to give uh, our guests the last spot in everything. Mm. We like to take the least amount of care of them. Thank you. Yeah. I guess. Well, you're welcome. My pitch is, so I was... um. I went to a museum the other day and I saw the uh, the audio commentary thing and I thought, hey, that's like a podcast, but it was uh, five dollars, so I didn't get it. And I was, I just thought, hey, I've got podcasts on my own. I'll just listen to Chris and Jordan talk instead. But the problem hey. was, you guys were not talking about the museum or museum related things. So I think there should be a podcast where maybe it's like a host and guest situation, and um, they. And they uh, either talk about a, a museum, maybe it's related to the art you're actually looking at, or maybe it's just a thing to listen to while you wander around a museum. I find a lot of people often just think, well, I've walked through this room, I'll walk through the next one, and then I'll be done with this place, you know? So it's a really a commentary podcast, and I think it could be it could be about museums, or it could be about uh, movies and TV shows, like a commentary track. Yeah, so you're, you're proposing we make our own audio tours of museums or like places that have such things. Uh, uh, audio tours and commentary tracks. It could be like any type of museum. 
Yeah. Okay. So it could be like the spy museum. Yeah, it could be the science museum. Or the train museum. It could be um, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame museum. The Museum of Sex. The American Museum That's of Natural History. Yeah. Uh, in St. Louis, there is a place called the City Museum, which is like a huge jungle gym. <gasps> Ooh. So I think there would be a great commentary opportunity there. Can we review the museums in our commentary? Yeah. Can we be like, this painting sucks? Yeah, yeah, I think you should. I was gonna say, all right, and uh, so this is my this, this is this is my commentary of the Louvre. So this is the Mona Lisa. It sucks. Well, I find a lot of people are like, you know, a lot of people go to a museum and they're like, I don't know what I should be feeling about this piece, you know. So if you're yeah. somebody, if the well, commentary what actually was more straightforward and just said this this work stakes, you could move on. So we're not just guiding their experience; we're guiding their opinions and emotional <laughs> reactions to things. Well, sometimes you don't have well, look, to, but I think that's a opportunity. I think sometimes people need a little bit of help because, like, yes. you go to like the MoMA, and I know some people are very close-minded when it comes to modern art, and I think it could open their minds a bit if we, you know, throw a bit of you know things to consider when they're right. looking and at normal abstract stuff. Normal audio commentaries just have some guy who knows a lot but doesn't know how to communicate, you know? Yeah. So I'll just be like, oh, this piece was made this time when the artist was uh, doing this. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like, Boring I don't care. Things. Tell me tell me what I'm looking at. Well, tell like, me what I should be experiencing. You, you can read that information because the exactly. gear it was painted and the artist is right there. So wait, what I'm wondering then is, is this something you listen to before going in or is this something you listen to while you're walking during. through? Yeah, during. It's a, so it's this a, it's like a replacement. Right. So this needs to be timed. Uh, yes. So this isn't a, a podcast. Bit. We're just making our own commentaries. <laughs> well, what's the difference? That's for our <laughs> other show. Chris and Jordan need a commentary. Oh, I'm sorry. This has been a huge mistake. And then we have a third <laughs> show that's called Chris and Jordan are make a commentary on society. I feel like this almost fits into the plog. This does kind of fit it into is, the plog. It is very plog. I guess, yeah, I guess the way we, we would record it is we would go to the museum and record it live as we're walking through the museum. Could we get good audio doing that? Yeah, I think if we got some nice labs and yeah. like a Zoom recorder no, and we end up... Uh, yeah. In fact, I feel like I know of podcasts that are kind of like this, but we don't have to mention other podcasts. Yeah, that would be yeah. incredibly yeah. rude. Extremely rude and incredibly disingenuous. Also, you know, I was just thinking there could be some overlap here because like, you know... We have, we've discussed podcasts where either Jordan, you explain things to me or I, Chris, explain things to you. And like, if we went to like, I don't know, the baseball hall of fame, you could explain yeah. things to me there. And if we go to like That's an episode of Out of the, the Museum of Natural History, I could explain some dinosaur things to you. That's true. And then maybe we could uh, make a bracket out of the museum. Right, I, you know, I just, and I'm I also make a museum show now. We could also do some reviews of museums in Podland Cast Town and call it Pod Tour Cast Museum. Oh yeah. So I, I what I you know what I think could work. So this is kind of building off of Sam's idea. You could have like a, a two pronged show about museums, where like you have the audio tracks that like show our live experiences, and then we have an episode after where we review the museums. Hmm. hmm. Like like your uh, bar mitzvah show. Oh, yeah. Yes. We talk about, you know, like we have that kind of, it's like about the experience, but then we have to like give our opinions in, in, in a later show. Well, I mean, maybe we're giving our Oh, we'll I see. So there's opinions. a separate show. So are the, is a separate show like a companion episode to the primary episode? Oh, no, it's the episode? same show, but like every, oh. it's like there's episode 1A, episode 1B, where it's, it's like, like, yeah, yeah. 1A like is the, the tour, it's like how 1B this is made. after the tour. It's like the, uh, the 
sports broadcast commentary and then the post show. Yeah, the post game show. Yeah. Post game show. The museum post game show. We should do it like we're broadcasting the museum. We're yeah, like, right. all right, and now we're walking down the hallway and oh, it's the Mona Lisa. Well, you don't have to. The thing about the show is I think you don't have to be experts like how uh, sometimes the uh, sports commentary will have an athlete, but then they'll also have, you know, maybe just a guy who's commentated a lot. Yeah, there's like a commentator and like a guy who used to play the sport. Right. And then we interview an artist. Yeah. We interview someone who runs the museum. You guys don't have to Uh. be painters, but you guys are artists in your own right, so I feel like it's... uh, We are are artists. Are artists. We are artists. Unfortunately, though, art's been commoditized so heavily in this ant economy. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. which is crazy because I mean, they um, started no, as a good art thing. collective. It is good for art. Yeah, for art collective. Yeah, right. it is. It is good. That way, Very it's good. harder for artists to become successful, so we get better art. I can't yes, emphasize exactly. this enough. It's good. I, I, I we will love say ants. Of the love them, love them to death. I mean, to life. Oh no, love them to life. Yeah. Um. <laughs> love uh, anyway, death, love them. To I life. gotta say, Sam, this is probably like the best guest pitch we've had. <laughs> At least, well, thank you. In my opinion. I don't know if you agree, Jordan, but like I think of all it's the call-ins we had. And guess, yeah, no, I like the best pitch ever on it, the show. It's, it's a real honor to for you to say that, because I know there's a lot of been a lot of great guests on the show, and um, <laughs> so I'm just very pleased that you think my, I'm. Uh, um, it, it's an honor to even be nominated. Well, but yeah. not only were you nominated, you won. Oh, so that you're. You should thank us for the well. Award. It's an honor to even win. That thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Welcome. So you have now won a uh, lifetime supply of of that uh, product woo, that was in the advertisement. That, oh, yeah. Finally, I could give it to my relative. Yeah, your what was it, your aunt that needed it or your grandma? Uh, no, not my aunts. They they're fine. <laughs> so so your grandma needed that product. Uh, yes, a relative. <laughs> so just your relative. Look, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> okay, I know, I know. It's it's, it's wait, not our business. It's, just, it, it's a weird relationship. It's, millions of people are going to hear I'm this, going, and I know that you don't want them to hear. I'm so. going to. We're going to re- rekindle our good uh, friendship over this new pro- product. And um, wow! So I I am doing again the uh, <laughs> product thank you. <laughs> I, you can't see, but I'm doing the thank you pose. Everybody knows. Okay. You're welcome. Yeah. Like, thank All you right, to the well, for this has bonus. been another riveting episode of Chris and Jordan Need a Podcast. I, I do think we, we should, um, before we sign off, just because we didn't really do this last episode, I think we should do some plugs. Oh, yeah, um, we forgot to plug. This would have been our second forget plug. Yeah, and I don't, I don't want us to forget because we didn't have any callers this past week. We didn't and have any callers. Sam, it was we nice didn't have, have you any... on, but we need goddamn callers, okay? We yeah, need yeah. people calling in. We need the support. We don't want you to come back on. Yeah, I don't want to come back. I've won. It sounds like I don't need to come yeah, back. You can retire. We're we need one new. and done. We yeah. need fresh blood. So, yeah. So all the ways you can reach out to us. Number one, you can call our phone number. 201-500-7459, I think. It's not love pills. It's, I think we're going with Lou pills. Lou pills. Yeah, but, but that's still confusing. The point still stands. Call the number whether you like pills or not. Yeah, if you like pills, if you lube pills, if you hate pills, any of the above, if you have some stance on 500 7459. Even if you have you no stance on pills. You can also email cnjneedapodcast at gmail.com. That too. You can also tweet at cnjneedapodcast. You can also Remember, follow CNJ, us on Instagram. cnjneedapodcast. Yes, yeah, cnj, all letters. No yes, ampersands. It's all, 
We are no, against no ampersands. We have purged ampersands we, we from the ampersands. alphabet. It's like the French Revolution, except instead of a new calendar, I don't think it's a new alphabet. In the alphabet. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, no, yeah, um, right. Should we give personal Twitter shout-outs? Yes. Do you want to go first? Sam, you have to spell yours. Oh, yeah, you should oh, go me, first. You can follow me at SGW Archie, like the new royal baby. Are you not uh, a squaw? No, it's a uh, squarchy. Okay. But Squarchy. I'm afraid if okay. I say squarchy, people will think it's SQ Archie. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, it's right, not right, right. SQ, SGW. SJW. You're a social justice warrior. It's not SJW. You're a social justice warrior Archie. Social justice warrior Archie. You can remember it that way. Okay. I am at Jordan's website. Uh, and I am at Blargosaurus, which I always need to spell. It's B-L-A-R-G-H-A-S-A-U-R-U-S. Like a dinosaur. Get it. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was like a washing machine. You get it. Um, also, and I we're working say, on the whole Instagram thing. We're almost there. We do hopefully. have the Instagram. There's been two pictures posted. I want to say, if you if you have a podcast... You should get these guys on because it was an honor to uh, be on this podcast, and I would love cross podcastination. And bringing yes. and bringing that <laughs> cross I'm glad you brought that up because uh, there are we do want a. If anybody has a contact with iconic actor Billy Mayo, please hook us up with that information. We want Billy Mayo on our show, and and just for the record, it would be nice if we could have Paul Newman. It would be nice if we could have Wayne Knight. Billy, Mayo, Billy is Mayo is an icon. I mean, Paul Newman is not even close to Billy Mayo, okay? And second of all, uh, if the people, if the lovely people over at uh, Billy Gilmore Pod are listening, I would love to come on your podcast. You, they do a great podcast about Adam Sandler movies. They're going in a chronological order, skipping Going Overboard, which is a good <laughs> choice because Going Overboard is a disaster. Hmm. Uh, well, you're an expert on that. I am. An, I yes, I'm an expert on it. But that's like being an expert on the Holocaust. <laughs> oh. Okay. I. You know, when we did our first episode of this show, one of the big criticisms was that I made too many Hitler jokes. And yeah. No, in, in the unaired pilot, there were there were too many Hitler jokes according yeah, so, to our and test. I don't think I've made a Hitler or Holocaust joke in this entire series, and here I am on episode twelve. Um, well, I just want to say that again. I, I condemn all of Jordan's. Uh, jokes that go against the jewish people i i condemn myself once again <laughs> i issue a fatwa against myself <laughs> <laughs> anyway i was just saying you're an expert on adam sandler that's true i yes true. i am an expert on adam sandler <laughs> uh and so i would love to come on specifically to talk about click i cried yeah. in the movie theater when i saw click i did too did it it touched me emotionally it, but even more so, this is what a fun fact to know about you. You wrote pretty much your th- senior thesis on Adam Sandler. Yes, I wrote a film theory paper about Adam Sandler being an auteur as an actor. I got a B minus. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that qualifies me to come on your show, Billy Gilmore Pod. So we, we gave you about... 37 different contact information <laughs> pieces. Yeah, if you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me. I'll get reach out to out Billy. To yeah, yeah. And of course, we're all connected. We this is a so this is a network. So yeah. if you reach out to one of us, you basically have all of us. 
Yeah, it's it's like it's like that saying. It's it was that it was the catchphrase that Lego used to promote the second year of Bionicle when they brought out the Borok, which was what is it? Of one. We're of like we're all like all. bricks, we fit. What? <laughs> we're all like bricks, we fit. Exactly. Well, I mean, the Bionicle had like a different. I know they're a whole system. system. It was compatible. Yeah. Wait, well, what was, was the bricks. catchphrase? Well, no, uh, it, when, when the Borok came out, which was in 2002, it was the second year of Bionicle. The, yeah, okay. the catchphrase was, if you wake one, you wake them all. Because they were like a swarm. They were like oh, a hive was it, mind. It wasn't Beyondicle Bionicle? No, unfortunately. They never used that one. Oh. Well, anyway, Although, so... However, they never had a catchphrase that was as good as beyond good, beyond evil, beyond your wildest imagination. That one is great. That so, one is amazing. Uh, get reach us, Reach out to us. If you know Billy Mayo, that's really useful to us. And again, happy uh, Billy Gilmore pod. Uh, I would like to be a part of you. Now, I think uh, Chris has to go into um, some testing. I have two more shots. And two more shots. the syringes that they are showing me right now are about the size of my head. Oh, and, 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 uh, You sent me a picture earlier. They were pretty rusty. Yeah, they tell me I shouldn't worry because it's advanced ant, ant technology, right. but yeah. uh, it doesn't look great. I'm I'm not questioning these practices, but I am a little worried. Well, I, there's well, no better hands. To, there's no better. Uh, I guess ants don't have hands. I don't know, uh, Chris. No. You're a biologist. Yeah, <laughs> what what do uh, what a do biologist? they have? They have well, you know uh, a lot of mandibles. About, they, have, they have mandibles. Yeah, they have antennae. See, he you wouldn't know these things. That's why you're a biologist. So yeah, I am. Uh, a, I, I, you're a, there's no better mandibles to be in besides an ant. No, especially our benevolent about, I, I feel dictators. Like we talked about mandibles before on the show. No, we have definitely not. I would no, remember. Oh no, we were talking about spiders, and I, t- I uh, said that spiders yikes. had pedipalps. Well, you oh, had they have pedipalps. You had that whole arachnid. Yeah. Alright, we're not even gonna get into this. Arachnids Sorry. suck. We're a big I fan of crabs. They the shouldn't be spiders. Alright, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm waving. All music for this podcast was provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. He is also the brother of Fox McLeod. <laughs>